Welcome to Life Point Plus, a program dealing with marriages and family. We are so glad you're listening. Here's your host, pastor and teacher, Gary Moore. Welcome to Life Point Plus. I'm your host, Gary Moore. We are looking at Dr. Willard F. Harley Jr.'s signature book, His Needs, Her Needs, Building an Affair-Proof Marriage. Dr. Harley has identified what he calls the four friends of intimate conversation. Number one is conversing to inform, investigate, and understand. Number two, developing interest in each other's favorite topics of conversation. Number three, balancing the conversation. Number four, giving each other undivided attention. When we closed last week's broadcast, we were looking at number four and the unique problems that two career couples have when their jobs require overnight travel. This happens to both men and women. Overnight travel makes it difficult to remain emotionally bonded, and when both spouses travel regularly, it becomes twice as hard. Fortunately, we have more and better ways to communicate. Phone calls, texting, and FaceTiming, just to name a few. But even if a husband calls home every night, when he returns, it's quite common for his wife to need a day or two to reestablish the routine and bonding she had before he left. Dr. Harley recommends that on returning from a trip, a couple arrange for child care and spend at least four hours together simply to reconnect. The time should be spent being affectionate and talking to each other. From his counseling experience, he says that without that time together, it can take days before she feels close enough to make love, and by then one of them is off on another trip. In general, jobs that require a lot of travel negatively affect marriages. The in-and-out pattern of the spouse on the move makes it difficult to maintain a sense of oneness, particularly for the woman. These marriages require special intentionality to protect themselves from affairs. A caring husband converses with his wife in a way that enables her to reveal her deepest feelings. Through conversation, he learns to meet many of her needs. But interestingly enough, guys... The conversation itself meets one of her most important marital needs. She simply wants him to talk to her. Dr. Harley lists several of the ways you can care for your spouse with intimate conversation. Number one, remember how it was when you were dating. You both still need to exhibit that same intense interest in each other and in what you have to say, especially about your feelings. Number two, a woman has a profound need to engage in conversation about her concerns and interests with someone who, in her view, cares deeply about her. Number three, men, if your job keeps you away from home overnight for a few days on end, think about changing jobs. If you cannot, Find ways to restore the intimacy of your marriage each time you return from an absence so that your wife can begin to feel comfortable with you again. If the wife does most of the traveling, the same principle applies. Number four, 
Get into the habit of spending 15 hours each week alone with your spouse, giving each other undivided attention. Spend much of this time in intimate conversation. Number 5. Remember, most women fall in love with men who set aside time to share conversation and affection with them. They stay in love with men who continue to meet those needs. Number 6. Financial consideration should not prevent you from meeting your wife's need for intimate conversation. If your job doesn't give you enough time to be alone to talk, it is ruining your marriage. Your job should serve your marriage, not vice versa. Number 7. Never make demands on each other. Number 8. Never be disrespectful to each other. Respect your spouse's feelings and opinions, especially when yours are different. Number 9. Never say anything to each other when you are angry. Number 10. Never remind each other of past mistakes or dwell on present mistakes. Number 11. Use your conversation to inform, investigate, and understand each other. Number 12. Develop interest in each other's favorite topics of conversation. Number 13. Learn to balance your conversation. Avoid interrupting each other and try to give each other the same amount of time to talk. Number 14. Give each other your undivided attention during conversation. When a husband meets his wife's need for conversation, they come to understand each other more clearly and learn what it takes to meet each other's basic needs. This, in turn, enables you to make massive love deposits into each other's love banks, which creates and sustains your romantic love for each other. Intimate conversation makes you irresistible. As we finish talking about this second emotional need for her, intimate conversation, Dr. Harley has some questions for us to ponder. First, three questions for the guys. Number one, do you spend enough time talking to your wife about her personal concerns? Do you give her at least 15 hours of your undivided attention each week? If not, why not? Number two, do you try to develop a better understanding of your wife's favorite topics of conversation? How can you improve? Number three, are you guilty of any enemies of intimate conversation? If so, how can you change? Now, three questions for the ladies. Number one, do you miss the quality of conversation you had while you were dating? If so, what can you do to help restore it? Number two, if you are separated overnight or for a few days, do you feel disconnected from your husband? Would a few hours of re-entry help when you are first reunited? Number three. What interests do you and your husband have in common? What can you do to develop your understanding of his favorite topics of conversation? And for both the guys and gals to consider together, these three questions. Number one, do the enemies of intimate conversation prevent you from talking to each other as often as you should? If so, 
What can you do to eliminate them? Number two, do the friends of intimate conversation dominate the way you talk to each other? If not, what can you do to bring them on board? Number three, how can you arrange your schedule to allow you to give each other 15 hours a week of undivided attention? Would the time you currently spend doing something else be better spent with each other? As I reflect on these questions, I think there's some behavioral change in order. Well, now that we've looked at her second emotional need, let's turn our attention to what Dr. Harley says is the guy's second most important emotional need, recreational companionship. In the couples conferences I do, I make the following statement. I don't know what you did to earn money while you were dating, but I'll tell you what business you were in. You were in sales and marketing. Both of you were selling an image you hoped the other person would buy. How many of you women would admit to feigning interest in certain recreational activities because you knew he really was interested in those activities? Dr. Harley says that it's not uncommon for women, when they are single, to join men in pursuing their interests. They find themselves hunting, fishing, watching football, and watching movies they would never have chosen on their own. After marriage, wives may try to interest their husbands in activities more to their own liking. If their attempts fail, they may encourage their husband to continue his recreational activities without them. Dr. Harley says that's a dangerous choice, though, because men place surprising importance on recreational activities. When dating, recreational compatibility is usually a crucial criterion for men in selecting a wife, and they assume that their bride will become their lifelong recreational companion. In most cases, her interest in his favorite activities helps make enough love bank deposits to seal the marriage deal. So when a wife announces after marriage that she's no longer interested in joining him in his favorite activities and that he should enjoy them with his friends instead, it usually comes as a shock. It also eliminates one of the most important ways that she makes love bank deposits. Most men treasure the time they spend recreationally. They plan for it, look forward to it, and will often spend quite a bit of money making it especially enjoyable. The TV stereotype showing husbands out with the boys on fishing trips saying, it doesn't get any better than this, make that point. But Dr. Harley says his counseling files prove that it can get a lot better than that if a husband's favorite recreational companion is his wife. In fact, among the five basic male needs, Spending recreational time with his wife is ranked second only to sex for the typical husband. Dr. Harley says it's so important that he considers it to be a need that must be met to sustain the man's feeling of love in marriage. Dr. Harley goes on to say that sometimes recreational tastes overshadow deep personal needs and that by nature men and women seem to have divergent tastes when it comes to having fun. It's his view that many men enjoy recreational activities that involve more risk, more adventure, and more violence than women enjoy. 
He says that typically men pursue such sports as football, boxing, hunting, fishing, hang gliding, scuba diving, snowmobiling, and skydiving. Well, our time is gone for today. Again, I want to encourage you to go to my website, mutualunderstanding.net. On the home page is something I have put together for couples called the Mum 3-Step Connection Plan. Watch the video that takes you through the plan and how to use it in your marriage relationship and listen to the Mum Moments audio. Consistently following this plan will energize your marriage. Have a great weekend. God bless. Thank you for listening today. This program is brought to you by Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like to reach Pastor Gary, please email him at pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. To know more about the church, go to our website at www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thanks for listening and be blessed.